Good morning. Hello, everybody. It's Sunday. Happy Sunday. Fun day. Super Bowl Sunday. Welcome to the podcast. It's Vic Cedeno. And um, I'm here. I'm a little beat up. My buddy got married last night. So um, it's been... Uh, he got married last night. We did like a almost like a stupid... No, nah, not even like a bachelor party. We just hung out. We didn't do a bachelor party. We had like... The, the worst planning best man of all time uh, planned this thing out. And then, uh, so nothing ended up happening. The Canada trip, the Louisiana trip, the Atlantic City trip, the Killington, Vermont trip. All of these did not happen. And what ended up happening is um, drinks at the Renaissance Hotel in uh, in Rutherford. So that's what we did. Just had some drinks Friday night, then Saturday night. Saturday was the wedding. That was really nice. Um, good time. I took my daughter to the first part, the church service, and um, she is like the biggest girl in the world. She's four years old, gonna be five in a couple weeks, and she is just a girl's girl. So she wanted, you know, I just brought her to the wedding because she's obsessed with the wedding dresses and the marriage and getting married. And she wants to pretend to marry me all the time. And she wants to always talk about who she's going to marry at school. And it's actually so disgusting. And um, <laughs> and that's it. So I have to uh, hear that stuff. So I was like, you know what? Let's bring her to the wedding. My wife wasn't going to go. She had to do some errands. So I was going to go to the to the church. I don't normally go to, you know, people invite me to weddings. I normally don't go to the reception uh, or the the church thing. But since it's, uh, you know, best friend since childhood, I had to make an appearance. And I brought the kid and she thought that it was the best thing in the world. She even had this cute moment at the end after they been announced as Mr. and Mrs. And they turn around to walk out and everybody's applauding. My daughter goes running up to her and says, can I give you a hug? And she gives her a hug and she says, you look like a princess. And my, she just made the bride's day like that made the bride the, the, you know, so happy. It was such a cute moment. And um, they got pictures of it, so we'll see how that turns out. And then uh, and then that's it. Then we left and uh, came back home, dropped the kid off, picked up the wife, and uh, and that's it. We had a good night. Uh, this was one of the better weddings that I've been to. This was a really, really good wedding, and it was at, um, I don't know, but know the name of this place, at this catering hall in Belleville. But that place was really, really nice and um, better than the the church was really nice, too. Um, you know, those of you that know me know how I feel about the church and churches. Um, like I said, so for my friend, I made this exception. And inside there, just, you know, the, the grandiose um, paintings and the high ceiling and marble and intricate uh, you know, designs and architect, architect, architecture. Can I say the word architecture? And um, you know that was really nice. But the reception um hall, that little that place they had. I don't even want to call it a hall. 
right? Banquet hall, but it's it's so much nicer than a hall. And um, I don't even know what the heck I was trying to say, but that place was really nice. And um, yeah, it was just one of the better weddings. DJ, my friend, did, my uh, other friend was the best man. And we were all making fun of him about the speech. He was so nervous. He's not a public speaker. And he's, there's 250 people at this wedding. And he's got to speak in front of him. And, you know, we kept joking that I was going to do five minutes. Um, but ultimately, I didn't want to do anything because it wasn't about me. It was about this lovely couple and celebrating them. So I didn't, um, at the end, I didn't want to, you know, take away from that with some stupid jokes. Um so, uh, my friend did the speech and, you know, I joke that he is probably one of the few people that have, he might be the only case of CTE and someone that's not an athlete and not, <laughs> never played sports and, you know, for a long period of time and he's got CTE, fucking dumb fuck. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'm kind of kidding. Kind of not. He did ride the short bus to school. So there's no, there's not, there's some truth to it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm banged up. Nah, I'm not banged up. I feel fine. I feel fine. I, I thought I was going to wake I woke up Saturday morning, uh, or a little worse than this morning. On Saturday morning, I just had four drinks. Four vodka club sodas and splash of cranberry. That little splash, that little pinkness to the drink. It's very delightful, very easy to drink. And apparently it's uh, not good for you in the morning. Or maybe it was just me, I don't know. I ate. I don't see. Uh, maybe I just wasn't hydrated. I don't know. I've been drink I drank a lot of water last night and today. So we're off to a good start. Um, Angel couldn't make it. Angel was hungover. I texted Angel this morning. Hey, you gonna come through this morning? We'll do a little podcast, a little podcast action. And um, he was hungover, so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride today for the folks. Um, after that last, um, that last episode was a little. You know what? I forgot. That I still have that other episode. The um, the review, 2020. <coughs> Excuse me. The review two thousand twenty of two thousand nineteen rather, it was the review. Um, so I still got to release that, but I didn't want to release it. I wanted to do the uh, the Kobe thing because it was episode twenty four. But um, I don't know. I think we're on the uh, on the other end of that. It doesn't matter. I mean, obviously this this like thought and this time period will be frozen. But life moves on, and that's what the lesson that we always learn at the end of some kind of tragic death or just, you know, anything in our life that happens is time keeps moving no matter what happens, and we always come out on the other end of that. So how are we going to come out on the other end of that? How are we going to come out on the other end of that? Are we going to be hurt are we are we gonna lose a piece of ourselves in that mat in that or are we gonna gain a part there's you know they gain a lesson you gain more experience you you harden over time 
I don't know if that's true if you harden over time. I feel like I'm, maybe I'm not hardening over time because I used to, uh, it, maybe I'm getting brittle as I get older now. Now I'm getting more emotional as I see more death. I mean, I grew up with a lot of death, but now the more death I see, the more cracks. Huh, anyway. Uh, I don't know how I went down this path. I'd rather go down another path of something positive. Like my social media break, day two. Day two of the social media break. The groundhog's going to stick his head out of this hole and everybody's going to talk about it. And I'm not, I'm not going to know. I don't know what's going on, guys. I have no idea anything that's happening outside in the world because I am unplugged from social media. All right, I deleted all the apps off of my phone. And now until the rest of February, I will not check any of those social media feeds, either on the website or um, anything. I am going to, you know, this year I am going to do something different only because of marketing purposes. I am going to log on to Facebook. I'm telling you right now, it's the second. I am going to log on Facebook every Monday to... Um, post or actually every Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe every Wednesday to post the flyer of the next week's show. Okay. I won't do anything else, but this year I used to have uh, another comic. Nick Johnson used to help me out when he was up here and he would just always get spots and he would post for me when I did my social media break and you know, that was helpful. Or when if I if I left out of um well no, if I left and had to go out of town, I didn't really need him to post. But um yeah, so I'm gonna make that exception this year. Only because I after doing the break two years in a row, I now trust myself to be able to log on, not look at notifications, not look at messages and just get in and out post that flyer and and that's it but i'm i'm really i'm really excited about being off the whole month especially after all this um this this stuff with um with kobe and everything i just remember seeing the post and then being like ah another fake news story and i'm like damn why don't people why don't people look up stuff before they post but I'm excited to be away from all of the the election stuff, all of the arguing online, all of the um, complaining online. Uh, it's, and I'm also looking forward to my my actual stream of thought changing. That's like the most underrated part of the whole social media break like it had started as me just trying to get away from social media because i was depressed that's how the break started a couple years ago all right and um then i started doing comedy and uh that month that i had started the break you know i had uh, did the first podcast like I was on someone's podcast and then after that podcast I did my first set on that podcast I booked my first comedy show before I ever did an open mic 
I booked a comedy show, okay, because my boys believed in me. And um, you shout out to Anthony Westbay and the boys over at Survival Guide, Chris and his brother. Um, his brother, um, his Westbay also, his, um, his art is so, it's so dope. I'm going to, uh, I'll post a link to it just because, um, it, just because you have to. And, um, they, you know, they booked me for, for a 420 show that they were doing. And <clears throat> so that, enough, so that obviously was April, April 20th. And I, here it's February and I never did comedy before. And we're like, all right, here we go. So I started doing open mics and I did open mics every single week. I was going to at least two or three open mics a week um, leading up to that, you know, that, that uh, 420 comedy show. I bombed. All right. First of all, um, I went in there dressed like John Cena. That was Anthony Westbay's joke about how I looked because I had the red sneakers and my matching wrist watch. And then I had a black and red shirt that said, keep it 420 and a red hat. And, um, you know, I was going to Brooklyn. I had to represent. So <laughs> that ended up, uh, I don't know if that turned people off to me, but it, I guess it didn't match my confidence. And then what happened was I, um, it's a 420 show. I started smoking and I, that was the worst mistake, number one. And then um, there were edibles and stuff. And I just got, I went up there and I just like spit so fast, right? Because, you know, I had, they told me I had like six minutes. I'm like, all right, perfect. I think I could do like six. He said six or seven. And, you know, I'm already cocky because um, at open mics, I'm able to, talk publicly like i'm able to speak publicly was one of my um you know benefits that's one of my things that made it a little bit easier for me than other people other people have problems speaking you know you have to get over that hump first before you know i was able to find my rhythm a little faster because of um, drug court actually being in drug court and having to do all those AA meetings and then speaking commitments and you know taking all that stuff to the next level, sponsoring people and doing um, speaking engagements where you you know you go speak in front of strangers, strange drug addicts. You got to just go speak in front of them and you know share your story. So um, I was already used to talking in front of people, and then here we go with this damn show and I just went up there and went so fast that six minutes that I was supposed to do I thought like that I had planned out in my head I said in the first three minutes it just like came out so fast and then I was just dying up there and I couldn't remember like this other bit that I wanted to do and then I finally remembered it and blew the light it was just Blowing the light, for those of you that don't know, is when, you know, you get a light to signal you, hey, you have a minute or so, wrap it up. And if you don't wrap it up and they give you that light, it's like running the light. It's, you know, it's not, it's kind of disrespectful to the producer. And no, it is disrespectful to the producer. It's disrespectful to the show. It's disrespectful to the other comedians. And especially as a new guy, it's one of the worst things that you can do. But as a new 
comic, it's a very common mistake because when you um, when you are trying to finish and you don't know how to finish and you're trying to end on a laugh, you just drone on sometimes and you you know you keep going for it and you instead of just accepting the loss, you try to recover and it doesn't even matter. It's that you know the the bomb doesn't even matter that much either. So just end it and get off, and everybody will get over it. But the more you drone on, is the angrier the other comics and the host get for the show because now you're running the show on time. There's usually a certain amount of time allotted. So the more time you run over the light, is the more time you take away from everybody that has to go after you. So, um. That was the the first show I bombed that, and um, that was from the from the social media break. Doing that first podcast um, with Survival Guide, um, that was the first podcast I had ever been on, and I had fun talking to them. And that's when the the comedy birth I had already had it in my head you know, beforehand, and I thought we were going to talk about it on the podcast, we didn't talk about it on the podcast, and then we talked about it after the podcast, that's when they, you know, they booked me for that show that was coming up, Um, then, um, and that came from the social media break, and last year's social media break was, was also, I think I did, did I do meditation last month? Last year, or the first year, I just did the social media break. Then the last year, I think I did, um, I think I meditated every day. Or, I don't remember what I did on the social media break, um, but I did um, blog it. And I'm doing that with this one, too, just to log my thoughts. And I just think it's interesting to look back at and see, um, and also as you're doing it keeping track of your thoughts and keeping track of what's going on and how you feel and see what kind of effect. That's why I keep doing it is because I do have the metrics to look back at and say, hey, look, this made me feel better by doing it. So, um, uh, you know, I'm excited to keep it, keep it going. Um, what else? Social media break. 29 days I started a day and a half uh, I started a half a day early I just I wanted to get off I just really wanted to get off I was so burnt with the emotion it's the the it's the emotion the amount of time consuming you know that's also the first thing um that that I did off of the uh first break was stop arguing with people about politics like I reduced the amount of I still, you know, once in a while do get into these, um, you know, conversations, but it's so dumb. It, the conversation is so dumb, no matter what, because most of the time, 90% of the time, I have these political um, or philosophical conversations on Facebook. It is always a disaster because it's just a poor way to communicate. Um, and you know, especially it's the, it's a poor way to communicate complex ideas, I think, or we don't know how to communicate complex ideas yet on this platform, um, because it's very possible that that could change. Um, you know, just because I can't see it now or I can't see a possibility doesn't mean that there isn't one. 
And um, I don't think I want to, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about right now. <sighs> this is the tough part of doing these alone. I'm, I'm realizing it is a lot easier to do this with someone else and have a conversation because I don't have to keep the stream of thought myself for a very long period of time as opposed to just bouncing back and forth with someone as I stare at this empty mic that's next to me. Um, so I can't wait to get some more guests. Um, so anyway, um, what I was saying was the point that I was trying to make is the, the stream of consciousness changes in my mind when I'm not looking at all that negativity. I think that's what I was trying to say. It doesn't feel right. Guys, I wish I could just stop this, rewind it, listen, and then come back to it. But that's going to take too long. And I don't want to I don't want to um, do that. I want to wrap this up as it is anyway. I didn't want to really make a long one on my own because I didn't have a lot to talk about. But I wanted to keep the consistency of putting these out. Um, so I look forward to getting this one up. And I think I'm going to do one tomorrow. I've been planning one. Listen to this. This is, this is, I'm also going to be reading the book by Stephen Pressfield, The Art, uh, The War of Art. Uh, and it's just about the resistance that we create to do the things that we want to do, right? This is a book about writing, but this applies to anything in life. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is that I am creating this resistance in my head because I want to do something tomorrow. There's a guest that I want to have on tomorrow night and it's going to promote the show that we're doing Friday. And I just, and I don't know why I don't set it up. I don't know why I do not. I literally, it's a text away. Hey, are you available at this time? And that's all it is. And I don't do it. Meanwhile, I'm planning it in my head. Oh, it, it's so stupid. Um, but that just, this is, you know, just me saying this right now. I'm going to do a text right now as we're talking, guys. Right now. Call it, call it out. Call it what it is. All right, people. Boom doing tomorrow night sorry guys i'm sending this text right now all right we're not fucking playing games here boom all right guys i sent the text good morning what are you doing tomorrow night so we'll get that guest going all right um so anyway what the fuck? i'm sorry guys i don't know what the hell happened here we detoured off the beaten path um and i want to wrap it up so First thing I'm going to do is just tell you the dates that I got coming up because I have shows. Obviously, obviously Laugh It Up Tuesday is every single Tuesday. Um, so this uh, fourth, it's got a dope lineup. We got Josh Wells, Jay Latt, the comedian, Kevin Hall, Robert Field, Heather Candela, and the return of Angela Sharp, um, which I'm looking forward to. And then we have on the 7th, the Hell Yeah comedy show at the Wawa Social Club. And um, that's going to be Friday the 7th. I believe the show starts at about 8 p.m. It's free to get in. $10 keg. Um, $10 gets you um, a cup and you get to hit the keg until the keg is kicked. That's how we do it over there at the Comedy Kegger. 
Um, so that's that date. And then on the 10th is uh, no date. But on the 11th is Laugh It Up Tuesday, baby. Uh, the 10th is actually my daughter's birthday. That's why it's marked on my calendar. But I, I, I thought it was going to be a comedy date, but it's not. It's Laugh It Up Tuesday. We got another dope lineup. Uh, I put a lot of good looking people on this lineup because it's close to Valentine's Day. So we need some lookers. Um, no, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, and that's it. I wanted to keep it short with you guys. I apologize that I drifted off at the end and didn't make the point that I was trying to make, but I missed it and I messed up. But uh, hopefully I, I led you close enough to where you could find it yourself and that you, maybe you got it too. I don't know. Hit me up. Uh, Vic is with a Z funny on Instagram and all that stuff. Even though I'm off all, all, um, all month you can email me vic is funny no vic is funny.com spell it out at gmail.com all right vic is funny.com at gmail.com and you can email me and that is not social media all right so i'm on there and um that's it ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening and i hope you have a great day
that thing was raw, man. I'm telling you, they scared of that. It was dope. They scared. So what we gonna do for the next one? 